Hello, and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels, live hospitality talk show. You know what? I apologize. No music today. I'm actually live somewhere else. I'm on, I'm on location, okay? So I'm actually live. In fact, let me just go ahead and boom, put that stuff up here. I'm live from Phoenix, Arizona today. Hopefully you guys can hear me okay. I'm just, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm away from away from the home office and away from the roadcaster, so I feel kind of naked. So, uh, <laughs> so I want to make sure that I am transmitting out there. I got my earplugs on, and I'm trying to hear my phone and see if you actually can hear me, if I, if I can hear myself, but I cannot do that. So if you guys can just let me know before I continue to move forward, if um, you can actually hear me. I know you can see me um, because I can see myself. So I'm just going to go with it and just see, right? And just, we'll just go with it and just, um, hopefully everything goes well. Yeah, I can see myself. Um, can someone just make a comment? I would appreciate it. You know, if you just say, Hey, I hear you fine. You sound good. You look good. All that kind of stuff. And I would appreciate it. And I'll continue on. Um, but let me see. Let me just make sure I got a thumbs up, I think. So I think that means, I think that means all is okay. Yeah, I got four comments. Let me just see. I can hear you perfectly. Okay. Yeah. Marsha says, okay. Ophi Kojo? Kojo? Says, okay. Robert Grant says, yes. Lonnie Wolf, I can hear you perfectly. You know what, Lonnie, I can always count on Lonnie. Lonnie Lonnie's my guy. I can count on him live from Florida. Uh, Lonnie's going to be on the show. Um, we're going to try to get him on the show this month. I, mean, you know, I don't know what Lonnie's schedule is, but we're going to try to get him on the show this month or sometime soon. So um, real quick, I'm live in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, so no music today. Normally for people to just join in for the first time, I have like little intro music. You know, and, and someone saying, hey, welcome to the, you know, on air with Russell of Hotels, blah, blah, blah. Well, I didn't have that today. So either I'm going to sing myself or I'm just going to continue on with the show. So I think you guys would rather, rather me just continue with the show. But uh, and I'll make sure. Oh, thank you, Stacy. My, my brother is even on today. It must be a banner day if, if you know, he's on here. So, no, I, I appreciate everyone uh, for being on. I got two Edmonds on the show. You know what? You can't ask for more than that, right? You got two admins on the show, and including me, there's three, right? So, but anyway, today's Tuesday, January 4th. Happy New Year to everyone uh, on air with Russell of Hotels. This is show number 141, and I break I break them down into seasons, right? So this is season four, okay? So like season four of The Bachelor, you know, that kind of thing. But um, 141 shows, so I just break it up. So we're going into our fourth season, our fourth year, if you will, so... Actually, my first show was, I want to say it was January 28th of 2019. So, man, that was, that was something else. So, 2019 was a year. Um, but, yeah, but it was it was good. The show's been good. I've been going ever since. I think I only took out two weeks. Um, and then every, everything else, I've just been going show, you know, every week, uh, every Tuesday, 1 o'clock PST, although it's 2 o'clock in Phoenix, Arizona. But that that's okay. I mean, we just... We just roll with the punches, right? So, but thank you guys so much for joining. Let me just make sure I see any other comments. No comments yet, but I do appreciate everyone for joining in. So we're live on LinkedIn. That's my 
preferred platform of choice to be live on. So we're live on LinkedIn and this becomes a podcast. So the same, you know, the audio that you hear will be a podcast later today or actually tomorrow, because like I said, I, I need time to download it and I won't be able to do that until I get back home, uh, which will be probably tomorrow. So um, so expect the, the, the podcast, but it's on Spotify or just Google on air with Russell of Hotels podcast. I just want to make sure how easy it was to find these podcasts, right? Because I can I can always throw out, oh, just, you know, go to Spotify.com and find it or just Google it. But yeah, you can Google it, but just Google on air with Russell of Hotels podcast. And it goes right to all the shows, right? So if you missed a couple and you're interested in going back and see how I've evolved from the first show to the 141, 141st show, you're more than welcome to do that. So, and I would appreciate, I appreciate it if you did that. So, Lonnie Wolf, Happy New Year, 2000, yeah, Happy New Year, 2022, four years, Russell, yeah, four years, thank you so much, Lonnie, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's been four years doing the show, started off, and I always tell people this, right, I got a little time, right, so I always tell people, if you're interested in doing podcasts or anything like that, um, you don't have to start off with a lot of stuff. You don't have to start off with a lot of stuff, meaning equipment. Okay, yes, I have a Rodecaster Pro. Yes, I have a new laptop. Yeah, I, you know, I have microphones and headsets, at least back home, right? So, but you don't have to start off with that. I mean, I'm right now just with my laptop, right? I just with my laptop, I have my phone here because I want to look at the comments that are coming in through LinkedIn because for whatever reason, LinkedIn does not jive with this eCam. So I have to have my phone here and then I have my my uh, iPad with my um, notes on it. So, you know, you have to have a format. Right. So I have to read my format. So I don't just all the stuff I'm saying is not just coming off. Some of the stuff comes out, you know, just come out of the top of my head. Right. But most of the stuff is I have it written down. So I'm reading as I'm talking to you. So and then I have this um, eCam where I can go to different scenes. Right. So. Like I said, I can go to that scene or I can just go back to this scene, right? So I go to like 20 different scenes during the show. So it's it's like a, a storyboard for the most part. So if you're familiar with how directors and writers, producers, how they uh, produce TV shows or movies or even uh, music videos and things like that, they use a storyboard, right? So this is basically what that is. So it just basically goes and from from scene to scene. I can change what it says, right? So you can see that. You can see that, you know, so it's just, but like I said, I didn't start off with this stuff because I learned from other people. So pay attention to, you know, people that, that do podcasts, study those people. If you're interested in doing a podcast, it's not out of the realm of possibility by any stretch of the imagination, but you just have to know what you're doing. And I mean, a lot of people have a lot of things to say and they, they got to say it, right? So I have a lot of stuff to say. So that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So some people are probably thinking, can you get on with the show? I don't know what the heck he's talking about. Podcast. I don't want to do a podcast. I just want to listen to you. Okay. Okay. All right. You want to listen to me? Okay. You, you got it. So, <laughs> and I laugh at my own jokes. Okay. So, but thank you so much. Like I said, happy new year. It's going to be a great year. 2022 is going to be a phenomenal year. Um, I got some, you know, a slight tweak in some of the stuff that I've been doing as far as the show, or maybe just the Maybe I got a, a, a tweak in my attitude. I don't know, but we're going to move forward and I'm going to let you know what some of this stuff is. So marketing disruptor, I'm a disruptor of the status quo. This show is a disruptor, meaning I'm doing something that no one else was doing, right? I'm doing things against the grain. Yeah, other, there's some other 
hospitality podcasts and things like that. But as far as, you know, the people I know in my circle and my network, I'm the only one doing it. Right. So I said, well, how do I get my brand out there? How do I get this Russell of hotels out there? Let people know what what Russell of hotel stands for, what Russell Edmund does, what he, what he stands for as well. Right. Or just get that brand presence. And this is this is the best way for me to do that. And I can reach, you know, more people than I can reach at a conference or a trade show and things like that. So and this is there forever. So once it's been done, it's there. Right. So why not, you know, be a marketing disruptor? So this is my way of being a marketing disruptor. So some of the new things that I'm going to come up with, Russell, for those who are new to podcasts, make sure, make sure to tune in every Tuesday, 4 p.m. You will learn to include getting excited with his amazing guests. Okay, this is what Lonnie says. Okay, this is from Lonnie. So, so uh, for people that didn't, that don't, can't see this, it says, for those who are new to Russell's podcast, make sure to tune in every Tuesday at four o'clock. So it's four o'clock for him because Lonnie is in, um, on East Coast time. He's in Miami, Florida, or he's in Florida. So, you know, but which would be one o'clock in California or in Arizona, or that's mountain time, that would be two o'clock. Okay, so just, adjust if, if you're in Chicago, two hour difference as well. So just, you know, make sure you adjust the times for that. But yeah, I'm here, rain or shine, rain or snow. And it's been, it was raining in LA when I left last week it was raining like crazy, but we still had the show, right? I don't do it outside. So as long as I have electricity, I'm gonna do the, <laughs> I'm gonna do the show. But anyway, so there's a couple of things that I just wanted to um, make mention of. Okay. Hospitality Unplugged. So Hashtag hospitality unplugged. You'll see if you follow me on social media, everything that I post will be ended with this hashtag hospitality unplugged, which is basically my hashtag um, means that we talk about everything. I, I, I discuss everything hospitality, the good, the bad, the ugly. We talk about hotels. We talk about tourism, um, tourism boards like uh, CVBs, convention and visitors bureaus, things like that. We uh, restaurants, the good, the bad, the ugly side of restaurants. You know, non meat eats. We talk about that. I mean, I'm a for people that don't know. Uh, I'm 100% plant based, vegan, if you will. Vegan. I have a vegan diet, but not vegan ways. It's for like that. So, um, so I'll talk about that. Like, you know, restaurants that I found, or maybe dishes that I prepared that I think may be of interest to someone. So, um, but that's what hashtag hospitality unplugged means. It's just we cover the gamut as far as hospitality. Next week, I'm going to have an influencer on her. Well, I don't know if she calls herself an influencer anymore. You know, influencer, you know, that was a name maybe three years ago, but now people are getting away from it. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a travel blogger, travel writer. I'm a journalist. Um, you know, th there's different words that they're using now. They don't like the word influencer uh, for whatever reason. But Kat Von B is a travel writer She's going to be on the show next week. In fact, I probably could have had her on the show today, but, you know, I needed to come on and, and the first of the year, you know, I needed to be on the show and, you know, just talk about stuff, you know, just new stuff, if there's any new stuff at all. So, but be on the lookout for Kat Von B, goes by the name of the the Traveling Greek, okay? She spent the last year in Croatia and um, Greece, okay? Well, she got stuck in Croatia because, you know, the COVID hit and, you know, vaccinations and things like that. And here it's easy to get to get vaxxed and to get tested. There in these other countries, it's not as easy because there's, you know, the things are not as as, as plentiful as they are here, right? The, the vaccinations are not as plentiful there as they are here. So 
you know, we take a lot of stuff for granted. But, you know, when she was telling me some of the things that she had to go through to get, you know, to get vaxxed or to get a test, I mean, it's, I can go today and get it right now. I can go in 15, you know, after the show's over and go get a test, right? So, I mean, it's easy for us, but for other countries, it's not as easy. So always keep that in mind, okay? Uh, when you're traveling, especially, always keep that in mind and plan accordingly or plan ahead if you can. Okay. Before I get to the industry news, I wanted to, um, there's three things that I wanted to do, three things that I want to be this this uh, this uh, year going into 2022 is be intentional. We, we've heard that phrase, you know, people always throw out these buzzwords, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be intentional with this. Yeah, well, it, being intentional means make decisions and take actions on what's important to you. So moving forward, you know, there's going to be some things that are you know, that are important to me. Um, you know, like representation, and and that's the third one, right? Um, But I'll get into that. So make decisions and take action on what's important to you. That's what being intentional means. Number two, be me or be you if that's, you know, if if, if you're talking about you, but we're talking about me, right? So I'm going to be me, meaning I'm always me anyway. I'm, you know, I'm silly sometimes. I can be serious, whatever. Well, sometimes I can be serious, but you always want to be you. Then when people say, well, be your authentic self, you know, you know, make <laughs> whatever, just be you. OK, that's what people mean when they say, you know, be authentic, like social media or maybe on live shows or whatever. Be you. And, you know, I can only be me. Right. And this is my show. I direct, I write, I produce and I'm the host of it or I star in the show. Right. So you have to be you. Right. You have to show your true personality. That's one thing. I remember my dad, when I first started doing the show, and uh, he would look at it, he would watch it, and he would say, he said, you know what, I, I like it because, you know, you, your true personality is coming out, or you can, you, you can get your personality out. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I didn't even think about that, but, you know, me being silly or whatever, and, and obviously he knew that, right? He was like, yeah, well, your true personality is definitely coming out. So... But no, I appreciate it when he said that, right? So I'm like, okay, yeah, be me, be you. Don't try to be someone else. I'm not trying to be the other people that are doing podcasts. And I always say this, I don't compete with anyone but me. I compete with me, uh, meaning I want to get deliver the best you know, podcast that I can, which means I have to get better equipment. So once I got to a certain point, if I got, you know, once I got to say, you know, at the end of three years or mid three years, I said, you know what? Um, I need to up my game because, like I said, I'm competing against me and I want to make sure I deliver the right product or the best product that I can deliver. So, you know, getting Ecamm, getting another laptop, uh, getting the pot or the roadcaster, the headset, the microphone, all that helped me up my game. So there you go. Reggie Woolridge. Happy New Year and keep it going. All the best. Man, you know what? This Reggie Woolridge, man. I haven't seen this guy in years. We used to work together. Um, with Sunstone Hotels years ago. See, that's why I like this show. It's interactive. And I encourage, and I didn't say that before, but I encourage it to be interactive. I want people to get involved and ask questions or make comments. You know, this, like I said, this guy I haven't talked to in years and I didn't even know he watched the show. And maybe it's just timing. Maybe timing was good today. I don't know. But Reggie, I appreciate you coming on and making those comments. It's good to see you. Um, I think you're in St. Louis, somewhere in the Midwest. You know, I try to keep tabs on you, but you know, you're you're here and there. That's one thing about hotel people. We don't stay put. I know Reggie in, when he was in San Diego. Okay, he was in San Diego. I think he was in Carson. Then all of a sudden he disappeared, and now he's in. He, I think he was in New Orleans. 
in Kansas City, somewhere. He's been all over East Coast. He's been everywhere. So, Reggie, I appreciate you. Um, we got to get you on the show, Reggie, to see where you are. He's a hotel general manager. And um, yeah, we got to get him on the show because he's, he's – no, okay, he's in Dallas, Texas. Really, Reggie? Okay, all right. But you were in the Midwest, if I'm not mistaken. Please tell me that I'm not losing my mind and you were in the Midwest somewhere. But he, Reggie is in Dallas, Texas now. Uh, I want to say the last hotels, it was Starwood Hotels, or they're Marriott Hotels now. But um, he was big with Starwood at one time, but um, before the merger. Okay, but I'm sure he still, you know, once the merger happened, I mean, he's still with a Starwood property. But, um, but yeah, so that's good. So sorry I had to, you know, jump on that. But that's what it's all about, right? It's all about that connection that you have with people, because um, that's that's what it's this networking connections. Um, collaboration, you know, getting people on the show, that's a that's a collaborative effort, right? right? So when Lonnie comes on, that's collaborative, right? We're going to talk about what Lonnie does and this and that, past people that have been on, you know, it's all about uh, collaboration. So, and I do appreciate that. So getting back to this, you know, said, be me, like my dad said, just, you know, show your true personality because that's what separates you from everybody else. Um, execute and take ac action always 365 days a year, Procrastination is what? Wait a minute. Hold on, Lonnie. Procrastination is not a win. Exactly. We are our own superpower. Just be you. We control our destiny. We are our own CEOs every day. You know what? This Lonnie be dropping some dimes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Lonnie. Lonnie just be dropping some stuff. That's why I got to get him on the show, right? Because he's dropping too many gems and dimes and information and just positive energy and i and i appreciate that so i'm gonna read this again lonnie execute and take action always 365 days a year procrastination is not a win we are our, our own superpower just be you we control our destiny we are our own ceos every day man that you said a mouthful right there so yeah so and then reggie says yes i was in kc see didn't i say that I, See, so you know that I keep tabs on you, Reggie. If I knew you were in the Midwest, I just wasn't specific to what city or what state, but he was in Kansas City, Missouri. So he was in there eating that, uh, uh, what, what is that, the bar eating that barbecue. What, what's that place called? I, man, I went to this place and I was in Kansas City, Gates, Gates Barbecue, right? Okay. Uh, a friend of mine or a guy I used to work with, his name, what was his name? I can't remember his name. But anyway, we worked at the Hilton and Carson and he said, he knew I was going to Kansas City, and that was my first time going to Kansas City. He said, man, you got to go to Gates Barbecue, right? And he grew up in Kansas City, right? He said, go to ba Gates Barbecue. He said, it would be the best barbecue you ever had. Yeah, right, whatever. Everyone says that, okay? So I went to Gates one time with some people that were in a, a meeting, so people in the conference, they went as well. And, man, they, they loved it. I loved it. I loved it so much that I didn't even have a car, right? I didn't rent a car or whatever. I took a taxi cab from my hotel to that. That was before the days of Uber and Lyft, okay? I took a cab to get me some of that Gates barbecue, and I brought something back. I brought some barbecue sauce. I mean, Gates was the ticket. That was the lick, okay? So, but <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting that. That was before I start, stopped eating meat, okay? So, just so you know, that was probably 20 years ago. I am not, I don't eat that anymore, but I'm just saying for people that eat meat, specifically like pork or ribs and things like that, Gates is the business, but I don't think there's any bad barbecue in, in Kansas City, okay, because they do it, and 
I think they do it right. Okay. So, but anyway, I don't eat meat anymore. I digress, but um, just so you guys know that. So <laughs> I have to throw that disclaimer out there. Okay. Cause I want people, well, wait a minute. This guy said he's not meat eats, but he's talking about barbecue ribs. Yeah, now it was back in the day, but I'm I'm not I'm I'm weaned off of that stuff. It's like an alcoholic. I was a meat holic, right? So I don't I'm not a meat holic anymore. I'm a, I'm in recovery, so I'm on like this 15 year recovery. So there you go. But anyway, but thank you so much. I appreciate the comments, Lonnie, and I appreciate uh, us knowing where you are, um, uh, uh, Reggie. And you know I'm looking at this name, Ofi Kojo. Now. I've met you before. I'm not sure if you're still there, but I have met you before and I don't remember. But if I'm not mistaken, Kojo, you're you're related to Boris Kojo. Is am I saying this right? Am I getting this right? And I'm I'm, I'm far off. I mean, I normally remember people that I meet, uh, especially names, you know, that okay, I may not remember you as a person, but I definitely remember the name. And I could be wrong though, but uh I'm gonna throw it out there anyway. Um so anyway, but be intentional, be me or be you, uh, and then be represented, okay? Because representation matters, okay? Me being on this show, having my own show, it's no secret that I'm black, okay? Let's just throw that out there, the elephant in the room, right? I'm black, right? Okay, so representation matters, right? It matters for people that are coming behind me. It matters for people that don't think they can do this, okay? So, and it doesn't, it just, it's really not even about color if you really think about it but because i'm black i'm gonna bring it up okay but if i can do this anyone can do it right if any, if i can come on here and do this show for 141 shows anyone else can do it too but i'm specifically want to be there or, or make sure i'm represented for people that look like me okay because those some of those people don't think they can do this and you can do it you can work in a hotel you can be a general manager reggie woolridge is one um you can own a hotel. And those are things that I'm, I'm going to concentrate more on this year, you know, representation, people being general managers or on executive level in hotels, meaning, you know, diversify, uh, being di diverse in, in everything, right? So we can do whatever you put your mind to. Anyone can do whatever they put their mind to, okay? Um, yeah, I, I came up and when there wasn't a lot of people that looked like me uh, in college, okay, there was three of us in the program. Victor Simmons was one of them. If you guys know Victor Simmons, who's now the um, vice president of HR and uh, diversity and inclusion for Ace Hotels out of New York. Okay, it was me, him, and there was one other person. I want to say it was Suzanne Burke. I'm not sure what, if Suzanne even stayed in the hospitality industry, but Victor and I, we were good friends, and we're still good friends to this day, right? So I just talked to him a couple of days ago. So there was three of us in the whole in the whole program, right? The whole hospitality program at Cal Poly Pomona. Okay. Fast forward to, you know, whatever, how many years later, uh, there's still only three people. <laughs> no, I think it's five now. But um, but what I'm saying is that just be represented. Uh, representation, yeah, it does matter. And it matters that I do this show and it matters that I continue to do it because, like I said, I need people to know they can have their own show. Um, they can do a podcast. They can be a general manager. They can be a director of sales and marketing. They can start off in housekeeping like I did and work my way up through 14 different hotels. It can happen. Okay. So, and I don't know how many hotels uh, uh, Reggie has probably been to, but probably more than what I have been through. So, but uh, Alan English says preach. Okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just giving, I'm just giving the word, you know, I'm just giving the word. 
I was giving, I was putting this, this was put on my heart, so I had to get it. <laughs> I'm being silly now, but no, I, I appreciate it, Alan English, for um, the comment. But yeah, so that's what it's all about. So I'm, I'm gonna try color is only when doing laundry for me. <laughs> we all are one on one and harmony. Okay, I feel you there, Lonnie. But you know, unfortunately, everyone is not like you, and and I have to just throw that out there. And I don't have to throw it out there every week, but I do have to bring it up today because you know this is the first show of the year. And I just need I just want to make sure that people understand that. And um, and I'll get down to this in a couple of seconds. But hotel ownership. OK, um, I'm not sure if you know who. And these are people I, you need to follow. Davon Reeves and Omari Head. Omari M-O-M-A-O-M-A-R-I Head, H-E-A-D and Davon Reeves. OK. Davon Reeves owns three hotels, okay? She's 34 years old and she's a black lady, okay? Amari Head goes by the name of the hip hop broker and he only sells hotels. That's it. That's what he does, okay? So they work together in tandem to buy hotels. She just bought her, she bought two hotels at the same time. This is right before Christmas, okay? And then she's still training people on how to, uh, to see, to let people know, and this is for everybody, let people know that hotel ownership is not out of the realm of possibility. If we keep things in perspective, okay, if we're thinking we're going to buy the, you know, the 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 300-room the hotel that's downtown LA, uh, maybe you can if you have that kind of money, but how much money do you need to, to do that? How many people you need to get involved to do that? Okay, those hotels are 50 to 100, maybe $200 million. But the hotels that are, that, that are profitable are the the smaller, um, like the residence ends or the Fairfield ends, the the Town Place Suites, Spring Hill Suites, Hilton Garden ends, you know, Motel Six, things like that. So these aren't the hotels that you necessarily oh, well, I like to stay at the the Double Tree, you know, three hundred room in Dallas, Texas. Well, you may not be able to own that hotel, okay, but you can own maybe a ninety room uh, Fairfield Inn. You know what I mean? I mean, they still make money and their profit margin is a lot better. So get rid of all the food and beverage and all that stuff. You can own, your, you can own a hotel. So I just had to say that. Okay, I'm done with that. Boom. Okay, social media engagement. You know, I always talk about social media engagement and all that kind of stuff. Um, so what do you need to do? What do you need to do for social media engagement? Consistency, value, and authentic. Let's see. Hold on one second. Let me just see. Davon is killing it in hospitality. See, see, even Lonnie knows who that is. Alice Allen English knows Amari Head. Yes, he does. So that's what I'm talking about. So these people, because because it's all about the connection, okay? It's all about connection. And if anyone's willing to listen, these people are willing to teach. Okay, that's the thing. So, you know, like I said, like Lonnie said, it's, it's you know, it's it's not about color. It shouldn't be about color. But sometimes people make it about that. And I'm not one. To, to shy away from some of those things, some of those topics that are hard for people to to have, um, because I, I come with good intentions. I don't come with mal intentions. I don't come. I mean, you see me, you know me. Some people know me. I don't come with those kind of intentions. Okay. So I grew up in Black California. Okay. Everybody was there. Okay. Everybody was at the table. Okay. <laughs> but it is what it is, right? But you leave, you know, your your comfort zone in Black California, and you get exposed to the world and see that, hey, well, Black is not like everything. Every, everything, everything is not like Black where I grew up. Okay, Black was a great experience for me to grow up, um, but then you move and you know, you, then you got to face the reality of the world. So, boom, there you go. But anyway, social media engagement. Had, you know what, guys? I'm, I'm, 
a big proponent of social media. I mean, this right now is social media. I mean, this being on LinkedIn, live on LinkedIn is social media. And what, what you need to do is be consistent, okay? I do a show every week, okay? I remember I told you I'm, I've done 141 shows every Tuesday, 1 p.m. PST, okay? So that's the consistency. Value, what are you creating for someone, okay? I remember the days when no one was coming on to make comments. Now, I mean, if, even if I only have Lonnie, that's, that's one person that I didn't have before. So don't think you got to just shake up the entire world when you're doing social media engagements because sometimes you don't get the response that you want. Uh, I mean, I come against that too. I'm, I look at it, well, why didn't this, why didn't this posting get the consistent uh, or get a, um, a big following or likes or exposure that some of the other ones do? Well, Sometimes they don't, right? They just don't. I mean, so I, I had to go back to the drawing board and say, hey, what am I doing wrong? Let me let me compare this last posting to some postings that I got a lot of traction from, okay? Because you want, you want interaction, just like I want interaction on this show. You want interaction or engagement on your posting, no matter if it's a still post or a, a, a video post like Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, TikTok, you want some type of engagement. And if you're not, if you're consistently not getting engagement, that means you're not doing something right. Okay. Maybe go to videos, uh, IG, start doing reels. Um, maybe your profile is not even completed yet. Yeah. Because there's some SEO things on Instagram that I didn't even know about. I'm learning this stuff as I'm going along now. Right. So I had to make sure I took care of my SEO on my, um, profile on, on Instagram, and now I'm starting to get more engagement. And one thing that I did, and I thought this was the best thing, I thought it was the best thing, but it was wrong. I had my logo instead of my, instead of a picture of me, right? So on Instagram, I had my logo, which is the Russell of Hotels logo. Well, this Instagram expert told me that no, people do business with people. They don't do business with a logo. She said, unless you're like, Estee Lauder or Lexus or something like that, because they have multiple people that post things for them, right? So, and she goes, unless you're a big company like that, people only do business with people that they know or people they can see. So I said, that makes perfect sense. So what did I do? I got rid of the logo and put a picture of myself on my Instagram page. So in every, any other um, platform that I was using that I had the logo, I took it off and I used a picture of me. So, and for that, it's only been maybe three weeks but it's I can see the I can see the difference. So, but make sure you're adding value to what you're saying. Like I said, when I first started the show, <clears throat> were there people on on the live? No, mm -mm. at least they were making comments. So I don't know who was on it. But now I can see that people are actually on it and they're making comments. So just make sure you're creating value and be. I think remember we talked about being off, being your authentic self. Yeah, be you. Get on these shows. If you do a live, if you do whatever. Be you. I do lives on, on Instagram as well as uh, this show. Um, and I'm starting to do more of that because I want more connection. I want more engagement. I want more people to know who Russell is. Okay. Not just, I'm not trying to sell you anything. Uh, yeah, I do have a product or a service. I do have a service that I do provide, but I'm not trying to sell you on that stuff. Right. I'm trying to get you, get you to know me as a person and then all that other stuff will come. Right. So that's, at least that's what I'm thinking. I'm hoping. No, I'm joking. It does. It will. It has. Okay. So 
be consistent. I mean, you got to post all the time, okay? Do this show. I do the show once a week, but I do lives at least five times, five additional times. And I post on every social media platform. So follow me on at Russell of Hotels, and you'll see the stuff that I post. Add value. Make sure you're adding value and be authentic. Be you. Okay, let me see. One more. Somebody had something to say. Uh, Russell, how do you feel about content versus quality in regards to social media? Well, content is, the quality of the content is important, okay? So you wouldn't just want to put anything out there. What's your goal? What are you trying to achieve? If you're putting something out, what are you trying to achieve? Um, So because one thing I've learned, and I've only learned this probably in the last month, right before Christmas, right, is that what are your intentions with social media? Are you doing this for fun? Or you're doing it for a business. You have to differentiate that because if you look at some of my early on um, plat- or early on social media postings, some of the stuff was fun, okay? And I was just trying to gauge to see who would, would look at it. But as I got gone through the year, and I'm talking 2021, I started to get more in- intentional with what I was doing, right? So because I'm trying to build a business and the business that I have, Russell of Hotels, I'm trying to build that as a brand, right? Um, so you can't mix in, you know, uh, some silly stuff. You can every now and then, but it has to be related to what you, you do, okay? Everything I do now is either hotel, tourism, food, okay? I'm gonna stick with those, okay? I'm, I'm gonna stick with that. Some people may say, well, you got too much stuff going on. I, I don't think so. Uh, because it's all under the hospitality flag, okay? It's un- under the realm of the platform of hospitality, okay? So I'm going to stick with those things. So as long as you stick with that, whatever the genre you're doing, if that's hotels, if that's, you know, if you're a social worker, if you're a, a police officer, whatever it is and you're posting, um, be consistent with that. So I think you have to be consistent with your content and the quality. So all of them go hand in hand, right? So you don't want to just throw stuff out there that's not, you don't have any reason for it, right? Why are you throwing it out there? Do you have a CTA at the end of it? A call to action, CTA, call to action. What do you want them to do once you, when, you, when, you, when they read that? Do you want them to go to your website? Do you want them to call you? you know, any questions, you know, DM me, slide into my DMs. What do you want them to do? So make sure you're intentional. Make sure it's business related, especially on Instagram. You know, Instagram is becoming one of the top marketing marketing platforms for businesses. Everyone, every business should have a Instagram page, straight up. They should. So um, I have one, Russell of Hotels. Go to Russell at Russell of Hotels on Instagram. You'll see everything I post, all my lives, all that stuff. And you'll see some silly stuff in there too, or maybe some one-offs that you know. What was I thinking, kind of thing. But you have to be intentional. You have to be serious about it. If you're trying to build your brand, build your audience, build your tribe, your community, however you want to put it, you have to be serious about it. So, yeah. So hopefully I answered that question. Lonnie says value is key. Thinking outside the box is highly in a in a highly competitive area is key. Yes, you are correct on that. So hopefully, Alan, Alan English, I've um, answered that question. Uh, if not, I mean, throw throw another question out there, and I'll make sure I try to take a better swing at it. <laughs> but no, I think I I think I assist you on that one. So consistency, value, authentic. You gotta have it. Who's hiring? Okay, you know, 
I, I, now this is, you know, I missed some stuff here. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I got, you know, what happens when you start talking and I got all these tools here, right? And I'm missing stuff. So this goes back to, no, I'm on the host hiring first. So I'm going to get to that. I I didn't, I, I don't know what's going on here, but anyway, you guys are throwing me off. No, I'm joking. Who's hiring? So let me go through this real quick. And now, now these are jobs that are in the Los Angeles area because I live in Los Angeles. Okay. And these are jobs that are that are not a week old, meaning they they may have posted maybe last week within the last five to seven days. Because I don't I don't believe in just posting stuff for two weeks. Jobs shouldn't shouldn't even be out there that darn long. I mean, if you can't find somebody in in seven days, eight days, you ain't you ain't trying to find nobody. But Anyway, I'm just, that's just me. I'm just I'm just saying that. But I know that like on H careers and Indeed, you have to have those. You, you when you post things that you have a contract that you okay they're gonna be live for you know a period of time. Okay, and I understand that. But what I don't like and don't appreciate it, don't really don't understand is that there's some repeat jobs that keep coming up. You know, and it, it'll say that okay, it's only been listed for two days. And I'm like, no, 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 that job has been on for like two weeks as I saw it before. Now all of a sudden it says two days. So they keep reposting these things. And I'm like, after like two months and the job is still there, you can't find anybody in two months? That, that's, to me, that's that's crazy. So there's something going on there. But yes, consistency, consistency wins in hospitality. Uh, in hospitality, a daily standard of, who the heck is calling me? Who, who calls somebody when they're doing a live? Um, yes, consistency, consistency wins in hospitality, a daily standard of procedure wins. Yes. Uh, consistency being authentic, be yourself, be, just be yourself. Uh, okay. Hire. Who's hiring? Conrad, Conrad, it's not even built yet. Okay. So it's going to be in Los Angeles, the Conrad, that's this flagship hotel for Hilton. They are looking uh, for director of sales and marketing again. Okay. So they haven't hired someone yet. So this is one of the jobs I was just talking about. Okay. Hey, you know what? I'm telling you, I'm gonna call call people on this stuff. So Conrad is still looking for a director of sales and marketing that's gonna be in Los Angeles. And I believe that doesn't open until either the end of this year or maybe next year, if I'm not mistaken. Crown Plaza Hotel and Casino, that's in Commerce, California, which is right outside of Los Angeles. They're looking for a director of sales and marketing as well. Um, Conrad is also looking for a, a PR manager. Okay, there you go. Looking for a PR manager in LA. Sofitel, which is in Los Angeles, I think it's kind of that's kind of West LA-ish, almost Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills adjacent, but it's in I want to say West LA. They're looking for a, an assistant director of finance, going there and count that money. Um, Hilton LAX, they're looking for executive sous chef. Um, that's in LA, right there on Century Boulevard, the main street or road that goes into LAX. That's where that is. And the Hilton, I want to say it's fourteen hundred rooms, something like that. Hyatt Place Glendale, which is outside of Los Angeles, they're, they're looking for a director of sales, DOS. Okay, so there's director of sales and marketing, and there's director of sales. Two different positions, okay? So marketing, director of sales and marketing, yeah, director of sales, but they have a marketing component. Director of sales is just, you just sell it, okay? That's it. That should be your job. I'm just doing sale, okay? Um, Hampton Inn uh, and Burbank, they're looking for director of sales as well. And then the Embassy Suites, Glendale. What, what is this with the Glendale, Burbank? Glendale and Burbank are in the same area. What's going on with the positions out there? This is the first time I've ever seen this many positions in that area before. 
So the Embassy Suites, Glendale, which is right outside of Los Angeles, like I said, they're looking for a general manager as well. So there you go. So those are either on Indeed or H Careers. You know, that's the, as far as when people are trying to find a job, hotel related or hospitality related, they go to those two sites, hcareers.com, indeed.com. Okay. So, and I think I saw another, thank you, you did. I asked because a top YouTube content creator share consistency was more important than than content as well though consistency you'll through consistency you'll find out quickest what engages your audience the most let me read that again thank you you did i asked because a top youtube content creator share cons- consistency was more important consistency more yeah 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 well but yeah, but but it, yeah, consistency is the key. Yeah, but you don't want to be putting up some crap, okay? So because people are not gonna look at the crap unless that they are you already have a following already. So if I have a million people following, I'm, oh, let me just use this as an example. If you if I'm the Rock, okay, the Rock like has a hundred million people that follow him, okay. So I could put out anything. I can I can put out me going to the bathroom. And it would hit, you know, a million followers or what? I mean, a million people would make comments about it because I have a hundred million people that are following me yet, right? So yeah, so certain people, yeah, they're gonna get no matter what they put out, they're gonna get it. But everyone's not at that that level. I'm not at that level, and probably most of the people that are on here are not at that level either. So so we have to be in. You have to be real intentional on what we put out. Is what I guess what I'm trying to say. So yeah, some people, I mean, maybe this person on, there's a lot of YouTube people that are, that are killing it, right? But, um, but they weren't always killing it and they had to start somewhere, right? So yeah, consistency, yeah, you definitely have to be consistent in your posting, but you want to make sure the, the, the quality of your posting is there, meaning there's a meaning behind it. There's a, there's a, a call to action. Um, and this is, this is, this is someone with a business focus, right? Not someone that's just want to post things and see what, you know, if I throw it out there, let's see what sticks. No, this is a business focus. Um, and I, I want to get some results. I want to get, because at the end of the day, uh, eventually I want to make some money off what I'm putting out there, right? But, you know, some people on YouTube, yeah, they're just throwing stuff out there because they have a huge following. Like I said, it doesn't matter, you know, like the the Kardashians, it doesn't matter what they put out there. They're going to get all kind of, they're going to get a million people that are following because they have 30, 40, 100 million people that are looking. Kevin Hart, he throws stuff out there. Snoop Dogg, they throw stuff out there. Uh, uh, Grant Cardone, I mean, he's more focused on business, right? But he can throw anything out there. They're going to get a certain amount of people, no matter what content they put out there. But I guarantee you, there's some, um, first of all, they don't do all their content. And once you get to a certain level, you got a team to help you out with this stuff too. So let's don't, they'll go, don't get it twisted. You know, if I got to a, a million followers, you think I'll be here? You think I'll be the one posting? <laughs> I have me a team, right? Because I'm making some money off of that million, those million followers. I'll have sponsorships. I have all that kind of stuff. So, so anyway, try to hire from within. You can train an employee in other departments. The employee has passion and heart to grow inside the next role. Yes, yes. Try to hire from within. You can train an employee in another. But yeah, cross training. You know, we don't do enough of that. Do we do enough of that cross training? And, you know, in just case someone doesn't show up in another department or maybe someone 
you know, resigns and, but you, you have another team member that was um, being trained, being cross-trained, you know, you can, you can promote them to that position. Yeah. We don't do enough. And I don't know, I haven't been a property in, you know, several years since uh, 17, but you know, when I came up with Marriott years ago, cross-training was a big thing because you never want to walk by, like, say, say I, I used to work at a courtyard, right? So, and I'm a housekeeping manager. So if I'm walking to the back office, which is behind the front desk, and there's a whole line of people, and there's only one desk clerk or whatever you want to call them, desk attendee that's taking care of, you know, 20 people. Well, if I was trained on the front desk, checking people in or checking people out, I can just slide next to the, that next terminal, open it up and, 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 and uh, assist that next guest. So that's where the cross training comes in. I mean, we did that all the time. So I had to learn when I was in housekeeping, I knew how to operate the front desk as well, at least to check people in. And then you're walking by the restaurant, okay? And someone is waiting to be seated. I can seat someone. I can seat someone with a menu. You know, I may not be there taking orders and things like that, but sometimes half the key, part of it is just getting them to their seat, giving them menu, and maybe serving them some water. And then the get, and then the, uh, the server will be with right with you kind of thing. So those are things that are important. So yeah, we have to hire within, but make sure our people, make sure we're cross-training, you know, within the, within the hotel. So that's important. So front desk people should know maybe the restaurant. Restaurant people should know the front desk, you know, depending on the hotel. Because here in L.A. or in L.A., uh, some of the hotels are union. So, you know, there there's some stipulations with cross-training union employees and things like that. But if you're a non-union hotel, the sky's the limit. You can do whatever the heck you want to do. So... So that just goes, it's funny how people, when you just mention something and just something just lights up because, you know, you have that experience, you know, four, like I said, 14 different hotels over 25 to 30 years. Oh yeah. I've experienced probably everything that can happen in the hotel. I probably experienced it at least once. Um, okay. So where am I now? Okay. Nine meetings. So I went through the, the jobs. Okay. Who's hiring? Okay. Yeah. We already done that. Um, let me just move this out of the way. Boom, boom, there you go. Um, Non-meat eats. Okay, so I'm in Phoenix, right? So this is the second time I've been here probably in the last month, okay? So I'm vegan, right, or plant-based, okay? And I'm always looking for, I call them hashtag non-meat eats, okay? That's that's my term, okay? If you see that, hashtag non-meat eats, Russell Hotels came up with that, okay? So um, in fact, I'm about to get it on the shirt, okay? So Veggie Village, which is a Chinese restaurant. Now, I've had Chinese vegan before, okay, but not like this, okay. I got the Kung Pao chicken, which is not real chicken, okay. It's plant-based chicken. It was crispy, crunchy, you know, because I've had it from other restaurants before. It's soggy, doesn't have any flavor, doesn't taste like, because you always compare. Remember, plant-based people, if, if, you ne- if you haven't always been plant-based for all your life, you're always going to compare it to what it used to, what chicken used to taste like, right? So I wasn't only, I was a carnivore. Okay. I ate meat at, at a certain time, but it's been probably 15 years since I've done that, right? But I remember, I remember what chicken tastes like. Okay. I remember orange chicken was one of my favorite dishes, just like a lot of people are, right? It is. So, um, so when I had this orange chicken just last night, or not orange chicken, compound chicken, I'm sorry. It was crispy. The sauce was just right. I mean, it was, and I told my daughter who, you know, she took me there. I said, um, I'll be back. 
and I'm posting about this one, okay? And I post about most places I go to. So check out my Instagram page, okay? The la- one of the last postings I did was this restaurant called Veli- I can't even speak. Veggie Village, which is a Chinese restaurant uh, in Phoenix, okay? Have the Kung Pao chicken. It's lit. It's fire. So yeah, it's delish. Can I say all that stuff? Lit, delish, fire, you know, it was good. So, uh, so make sure, make sure you, if you're, I mean, if you're in Phoenix, cause I'm always in search, no matter where I go, I'm always in search of plant-based food so I can eat. Right. And I always want to go to a restaurant so I can talk about it. So no exception here. So, um, I missed some things. So hold on one second. So I'm gonna go back to industry news cause I, I missed something and I apologize for that, but sometimes I, I lose where I am. So this has to do with star data. Okay. Over Christmas. Okay. Cause we're you know, we think we're getting out of this COVID, but now this variant, this Omicron variant, we're going through all the Greek letters, just in case you didn't know. So, um, you know, Delta, Omicron, you know, Epsilon, Upsilon, all that, Tau, all that, right? Zeta, Zeta, Veta, Beta, Omega, you know, all that. So we're going to go through all, hopefully we don't have to go through all that, but, you know, just so you know, Omicron is, these are all Greek letters in the alphabet, just in case, you know, because so, somebody didn't know that, okay? Like, why do they come up with these strange names? But those are Greek letters, okay? So anyway, I digress. So star data. So star data over Christmas. U.S. hotel occupancy came in lower than the previous week, but reached an all-time high on Christmas, according to STARS' latest data through December 25th, 2021. Christmas day occupancy was 47.2%. Okay, now this is this is United States wide. This is domestic, you know, U.S. wide. Okay, which was just above the previous high from 2015, which was 47 percent. So, people, a lot of people don't even know that, you know, people think that okay, holidays, you know, you get a spike in business. Well, Christmas is not one of those holidays where you get a spike. I don't think uh, Thanksgiving is either. Uh, we always remain flat or we took a dip during those holidays because people are going to stay with family. They're not staying with family or friends or whatever, or they're just not traveling now because of the, the variants, right? So, I mean, that makes sense that it, it would, it would well, they said it was high, you know, but it wasn't higher than 2000. I mean, it was higher than 2019, which is kind of surprising too. So, but anyway, just so you know, like I, I'll just reiterate what I said, holidays, specifically Christmas and Thanksgiving, are not, unless it's, I mean, it's market specific though, right? But across the board, if you just looked at every major uh, city in the in the United States, most of them are not, you know, during the holidays, it's like, you know, oh, we're going to be busy during Christmas and Thanksgiving. No, 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 that's not the case. Especially in LA, that is not the case. Okay, so um, some, like I said, there's some spikes in some of the areas, some metro areas, but not, LA is not one of those areas. Um, while none of the top 25 markets recorded on an occupancy increase over 2019, Dallas came closest to its 2019 comparable, down only 2.8% to 43.6%. So Reggie, Reggie probably experienced, you know, that because he's in Dallas, right? So he probably experienced, you know, some, you know, okay, oh, we're doing better than we did you know, 2019, or we came close to 2019. Because everybody's trying to compare star report, star data will compare to the previous year, okay? Or the in this case, the previous best year that we had, okay? The, so the best year that we had, you know, pre-COVID was 2019. 
Okay, so we're always going to compare things to 2019 levels, not last year because we we're in COVID. So you have to throw those numbers out. You, you should. San Diego registered the, the largest ADR average daily rate increase when compared with 2019. So San Diego, which is in California, was up 12.5% to a, a rate of $147.05. Okay, now remember 2019, you couldn't kill to get no rate of $147 in San Diego. Are you kidding me? Those rates were way over $200. The largest RevPAR deficit were in San Francisco, down 32% to 65.66. So that's a RevPAR. So RevPAR means revenue per available room. So for every room that you have available, um, you made $65.66. Uh, and New York down 30% to $143.80, so so there you go. So, and a thank you to Jana Usher, okay? So Jana was my guest last week, okay? Um, her company, she's CEO and founder of ZD Hospitality, which is an elite global coaching service for the hospitality industry, specifically restaurants, like on service, you know, getting your sales up. Jana is, is now, when I talk about lit and fire, that's Jana, okay? I mean, some of the stuff that she was talking about, it just kind of brought chills to me because I remember this stuff, you know, growing up in hotels or going up in hotels or going up, uh, came up in college and things like that, all hospitality related, right? I remember the thing that she was bringing up as far as service and, you know, what you should be doing and, and how to increase sales and um, explaining the menu, you know, you know, getting getting people to buy certain items, right? You know, like um, merchandising your your items. How to do that? How to upsell? You know, when we sit down, are we offering cocktails? Are we offering um, appetizers? Or are we just giving them a menu and keep it stepping? Okay, let me know when you're ready to order. You know, that kind of stuff. Where is hospitality gone? Okay, but Jana is will bring it back. Okay, so she's a trainer. She's a consultant. Um, check her out. So check out my previous live or previous show on air with Russell of Hotels, which is right there. Check that one out. It's here on LinkedIn. So check out the one last week. So that was show number 140. That was Jana's show. Okay, so check it out. Listen to, the, listen to it in its entirety and then hire her. Okay, because she's here to train. She's here to make things happen. And like I said, she's fire. And I don't just say that about everybody. Okay, but she's lit. She's fire. She knows what the heck she's talking about. And she has results. So there you go. So let me just make sure. Open airspace boutique hotels in Florida are averaging, averaging, no elevators, no contact with, within lobby as a lot of check-ins are done 24 hours prior to arrival. Jana is amazing in her restaurant art magical in her deliverables and passion for the guest experience. See, Lonnie knows who she is. Open airspace boutique. Did I miss something, Lonnie? Hold on one second. Mm, sauce is a key ingredient to plant-based foods. Wait a minute, Lonnie. Okay, wait a Back up. Now, Lonnie's trying to get into my space here, okay? He says, sauce is the key ingredient and plant-based foods to elevate the palate experience. <laughs> I'm not trying to put a lot of uh, uh, sauce on anything, Lonnie. I mean, 
yeah, it's there to, I guess, yeah, maybe you're, you could be a little right. It's there to elevate the, the food experience or the taste experience, the palate experience, okay? Yeah, but you don't have to over-sauce anything. It comes with the seasoning, too. Even before you prepare it, that's where the taste comes in. Did you season it? Are they using the same seasoning? Like, so the same spices. So it's a Chinese restaurant. So are they using the same spices they would use for the regular chicken? And they did. I mean, and they use the same whatever batter they use. Um, but it's all in the prep work, right? So I can tell the quality of the of the chicken, you know, chicken, not chicken, chicken. Okay, that's the 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 faux the faux uh, chicken. So, but no, yeah, Lana, you're 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 probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. It's the sauce. It's not the. It's all in the sauce. Okay, but anyway. Okay, where am I? Okay, okay. So, what time is it, man? I, I, I should be almost done. Everyone's got me looking at stuff, and no, that's that's what it should be, and I appreciate that. So, but thank you, Jana, for that. But, but check out Jana. Just go to show number one forty, which is the one previous to this one, and and check it out. So, um, okay, let's move forward. What do I do? Because people don't know what the heck does this guy do? He talks. We know that. Uh, what's my thing? In a noisy digital space, now back up. I do several things, okay? But in a noisy in a noisy digital space, I keep your brand noticed via social media. So, like, if you want to, if you had a brand and you wanted to come on here and talk about your brand, okay, I keep you noticed. This is keeping you noticed, being on here. Or just imagine instead of this right here, it's the name of your company's right there, the name of your hotel's right there. So that's a way to keep your brand noticed. Social media postings, like. On Instagram, I told you Instagram is probably one of the best ways to market your business. I do the I do those postings. Video is the key. Okay, so make sure you're doing videos. Make sure you're doing reels. I can teach you or show you how to do that stuff. Um, so that's one of the things that I do. Uh, site hotel site selection. Um, I'm a well, they call it meeting planner, but I call it I have a hotel site selection business, right? So companies, organizations, they need assistance with finding hotels for their groups or for their meetings, 10 rooms or more as a group, okay? So I assist companies and organizations with finding that right hotel for that group that they have. If they need one for a meeting, you know, it has food and beverage, all that stuff, pricing negotiation, contract negotiation, I do all that stuff. And the key thing with that, it doesn't cost the client anything. What's the hotel pays me to bring the business to you? So isn't that easy? Uh, and then I'm a show host of one of the top 25 hotel podcasts in the world, not just in the United States, the world. So this was voted last year. I shouldn't even be using this anymore because this is a new year, but I'm going to throw it out there, at least this one show. So show host of top 25 international hotel podcasts. So those are some of the three things that I do. I mean, I do a lot more, but we'll just leave it at that. Um, and if you want to reach me, the best way to do that is just, or you can email me, russell at russellofhotels.com. Or you can slide into my DMs or wherever that is on Instagram or, or, or um, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever, because I'm on all those social platforms. So please feel free to, to reach out. Follow me on LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. I would appreciate it. If you have any questions at all, always at Russell of Hotels and just, you know, look me up. Four things that I always tell or I always ask. These are four things I always ask. And this is from a marketing perspective. What what is your brand doing to stay relevant? I have a show. So I have a show that's on every week. So that's at least one thing that I'm doing to keep it relevant, right? So what do you do? Ask yourself, 
what are you doing? What is your brand doing to stay relevant? Or what are you doing to assist your brand in staying relevant? So let me stand up so that doesn't cover me. Uh, number two, are you marketing differently or the same as before COVID? BC stands for before COVID. So are you doing the same things? Are you getting the same results? Chances are, if you're doing the same things now that you did before COVID, you're not doing a good job. I'm just gonna throw it out there. You need to evolve with the people. People are doing things differently. People are buying differently. So how can you do the same marketing, um, the same marketing effort if people are, are, have changed? Okay, so we have to change. We have to evolve with people. Because remember, people, we, sometimes as marketers, we get caught up in our own crap, right? We, look, we like to smell our own crap. Like, oh, my crap doesn't smell bad. You know what I mean? No, it's about them. It's not about you, right? So marketing is never about you. It's always about the person you're trying to, you know, persuade them to use your, your product or your service, okay? So, and I didn't mean to be that graphic. I, you know, I get, I get a carried away sometimes. But, you know, we, we start smelling ourselves is what it comes down to. And we think our stuff doesn't stink is what I'm trying to say. Like, oh, well, I can do this because I did it before and it worked before. Well, no, this is a different animal now. It's different. OK, people are not even going back to work yet. OK, let's think about that. How do you reach those people? They haven't gone back to work. So how do you reach them? So if I'm a hotel salesperson and in the past I have gone to people's offices, I have uh, taken them to lunch. I've done all these things before. And I can't do that anymore. So how am I reaching those people? Am I calling them? What, what am I doing? So, I mean, these are the questions you have to ask yourself. Number three, how are you connecting with your past or current clients? See, I just segue into that. How are you connecting with your past or current clients or customers? Or are you connecting with them at all? I would like to know that answer. Number four, what has the situation taught you? Meaning the whole COVID thing. Has it taught you that maybe you need to do things a little differently? Maybe I need to do more... Um, Social media postings, more lives, more whatever. I don't know. Because people buy from people that they, they're comfortable with, right? They already know before, you know, they have to be comfortable with you before they make that purchase. Or, or you know, you know what I mean? I mean, that, that's basically how it works. So what are you doing? So ask yourself those four questions. SSI score. What is your LinkedIn SSI score? What is an SSI score? What does that even mean? Well, I'm about to tell you real quick. What that means, and we're gonna, we're gonna. This show's gonna be over in a couple minutes, so just be patient. Um, what is your, what is LinkedIn SSI, and what is your SSI score? Okay, SSI stands for Social Selling Index. Measures the impact of your social selling efforts with LinkedIn and how effective you are at establishing your professional brand. My score is well, the last time I did it, which was last week was 70. It was 70 out of 100. Okay. So 100 is the most you can get. I got 70, which to me is like a C. Okay. But I've talked to other people. Like I had um, Amani Roberts on the show several weeks ago and his was like in the 50s. Okay. So which means he's not engaging enough. Okay. So I'm going to break it down for you. Uh, it's based on four different categories. Establishing your professional brand is one. Find the right people is two finding the right people, meaning are you linked in with the right people? Because, you know, we have, I have over 26,000 people that I'm linked in with, but are all 26,000 the right people? Are they my audience? Are they my tribe? Do they support me? Do they watch this show? No, they don't. All of them don't, right? Which I got some issues with LinkedIn, but I'll share that with you later. Um, 
So find the right people, engage with insights. So let's say someone makes a comment or post a picture, LinkedIn wants you to make comments on that. So that's where engaging with insights. So if there's a picture there, they want you to, and then someone that you follow or someone that you're linked with, they want you to make comments on that. They don't want you to just click, you liked it, but they want you to make comments like, oh, Russell, that was so funny. Or, oh, Russell, I understand that. That's great. You know, blah, 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 blah. Kudos to you, you know, or congratulations on your new position. Uh, best of luck and, you know, continued success. They want you to make comments like that. They want it to be interactive. Getting back to the interactive thing again, right? So make sure you're doing it because if you're interested in this LinkedIn thing, which I am, right? Because I, I'm always, like I said, I always want to know where I stand on certain some of these social media platforms. So of course, I'm going to engage in it and, and, and see what the heck is going on. And then the fourth one was build relationships. So I, I take it, you know, after all that, building relationships, meaning other people want to link link with you. So, but what I found is that sometimes having more works against you. Okay. Like I said, I have 26,000 people that I'm linked with, but all of them are not in my tribe, meaning they are not hospitality professionals, which I think is a, a, a sham. Is that a good word to use? I don't like it. It's inconsistent with what LinkedIn is trying to do, right? Because as a meeting planner or as a hotel site selection person, which that's what I do, I'm trying to get people that are outside of my industry. So I get dinged because of that, right? So if I go and try to go to, like, say, someone that's in social services or someone that's in you know, computer technology, well, those are the people that will be having meetings. Those are people that I will be having meetings for or, or helping them find a hotel to have their meetings. They're not hospitality people. So I'm not going to get business from hospitality people as far as meetings is concerned. I want to use the, the hospitality people to have my meeting, to host my meetings, right? But as far as getting people, uh, persuading people to use me, use my services to find hotels for them, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get people from outside of the industry. So LinkedIn, I think, goes against what I'm trying to do at least. And sometimes I get dinged on that. So I should actually be like 80% or 80 out of 100. But I mean, that's just what I think. But how do you find this this, this score? Is that go to um, Google um, LinkedIn SSI score. So just Google, it says it right there, LinkedIn SSI score. And then it will, you just click a link and it'll tell you what it is. Because it automatically draws from LinkedIn that you have on your computer, right? So just make sure you have a profile. You have to have a LinkedIn profile and LinkedIn account. Okay, you have to have those and you should have those anyway, right? So just do that. LinkedIn SSI score. It'll give you a link. Click on the link and boom, you'll get that score. Okay, and share that with me. Share it with me. Let me know what you got. So, and I'll, I can interpret it for you if you like. So, so that's that. And I'm going to end the show right now, but I always end it with this. So, the three P's. Three P's. Um, and what are those three P's? Three P's are, you know, it's funny. I have them on the screen, but, you know, I have a little uh, definition over here on my iPad. So purpose, know why you're doing what you do, okay? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this show? Because I'm trying to reach hospitality professionals. Uh, I think I have some information that can be of value, okay? So that's my purpose for doing this show. Passion, either you have it or you don't. Okay, I think for you guys, even if it's your first time, 
I've been on this show for about an hour. And it, I think you can tell I got a passion about the hospitality industry. So either you have it or you don't. Because if I didn't have passion for doing this show or the industry, I wouldn't be in it. I'd be like, I'm wasting my time. Perseverance. Be consistent. Continue to evolve. Don't give up and swerve when you need to. So on, on air with Russell of Hotels, we don't pivot. We swerve, okay? Swerving is like you see something in the middle of the road. You're driving. You see something in the middle of the road. And in, you see a tire in the middle of the road. You've been on the freeway. You see a tire. What do you do? Do you drive over the tire? No, you swerve around it. So you see it and you swerve around it. Now, pivot, you're already in the crap, okay? So you're just trying to, you know, go back and forth. No, 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 no. We swerve. On air with Russell of Hotels, we swerve, okay? We don't pivot. So, uh, so make sure you do that. <laughs> And always use time to develop yourself, separate yourself from the pack, learn something new, invest in yourself, and always, always stay relevant. So those are my three Ps for the day. I appreciate you guys joining me for this extended show. It's like 3.09, so I'm like three, I'm like nine minutes over time, but that's okay. But I appreciate you guys joining in. I appreciate the um, comments, the interaction. Uh, let me see if there's any anything else. Thanks, Russell, for another great podcast and update. Keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate you, Lonnie. Have a wonderful evening and to all the participants today. So he's telling everyone have a great day. Be safe out there. Evolve. Change it up. Think outside the box. Yeah, we are our own CEOs. And then Alan says, I think you may need a paid service. <laughs> Call me. Um, so, but no, thank you. Uh, no, I appreciate I appreciate you guys joining. Uh, like I said, we're here every, or I'm here every Tuesday at one o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So I appreciate it. And at this time, this is this is where the music will come in, the exit music. But because I don't have that, I'm just gonna sign off and just click, and it's gonna end. Okay. So, uh, but next time, join me next time. So for the people that this is maybe their first time, I actually have music, intro music and exit music. It's kind of soothing. You know, I got some uh, a lady that speaks and says. Thank you for joining on air at Russell Hotels, blah, 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 blah. If you have any questions, I mean, the best way to reach me, like I said, you can DM me or uh, instant message me, but you can also email me at Russell of Russell at RussellofHotels.com. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me. So you guys have a great week. Um, happy Tuesday. Today's Taco Tuesday, right? So go have some tacos, right? That's what I'm going to do on my way home. So you guys take care, and I will see you soon. Bye.